Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ, John, Kane here, used the here to use the Dynasty Trade Calculator and all of its value goodness to help you gauge some values at each position to help you make trades, to help you win your leagues, or just to make you have a very pretty roster. Either way, as long as you're happy, that's what we care about. We're going to jump in because it, it's playoff time, so we just, no BS here. We're just going in. John, QB, go. Who you got? So I have a quarterback that he's 28 years old. Wait, 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 okay. So while technically we couldn't have, I don't know if we could have further jinxed Russell Wilson because of the season, how it's going. Just be careful what you do next. I'm aware. Okay. He's averaging about 20 yard or 20 points a game. It's not bad. He's had some games that have been much better than that. Did have a couple of stinkers where they were back to back. And if you put them together, they totaled about one and a half points. Um, Is this like Derek Carr with his negative points? That was weeks ago. Uh, he did have one game that wasn't negative points. It's not Derek Carr. Okay. Uh, he's also tied to an elite receiver. Again, still not Derek Carr because the elite receiver he's tied to is much younger. And he's got another one that just came back off the IR and grabbed his first touchdown yesterday. Oh, I'm in for it. Jared Goof? It is. Jared Goff. The team apparently is going to commit to him, you know, saying he's not just their bridge quarterback. That's a good thing. <laughs> we all know how I like teams to commit before I have to make a commitment. Uh, but they have committed. Thing is, he comes in on the calculator at a late first. Uh, which... I don't think he was doing too well this year, and his value crept up a bit. I can't see it going up, even if they commit. I can't like, see it going up at all. I mean, it's <laughs> it's nineteen point like, six right like, now. Which like, I think was... this is it. Like, I don't think we're going to see a value rise if he signs a contract. I think like this is his value. Correct. I I agree. Um, but are you willing to pay that value right now? Okay. So like, I mean, let's put this against like what we did last week with mine. Like, would you give you your late Garoppolo. injury first for your, for your playoff run? Yep. Are you willing so. to? I, I, no. See, like Minnesota's defense is really, 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 really bad. Hey, and while <laughs> that's true, we <laughs> know, but you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I, I wasn't talking to you specifically. That's fair. But he, um, I mean, he's had good games against. So yeah, well, I mean, also yesterday was fantastic. Times. He's had good games before, but no, like I think there's better things you can do with that late first. So I'm going to say no. He gets the Jets, Panthers, and Bears over the next three weeks. I mean, Jets are rough. Yeah, it's not a great matchup, but then the Panthers. Yeah. In your semifinal week. <laughs> That's a Do you think you have to pay a first? Well, I mean, I guess I you... Kane and well, Kane shook his head no, and I'm pretty sure the answer is no anyway. Um, but what about you, John? What is your answer? I'm not giving a first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to acquire him though. Like, I mean, that I am... leads to what I was gonna say. Do you think you have to right now? Do you think you can get him for set a player in a second? That's the exact avenue that I would want to go. Um, is a player in a second. <sighs> the player that comes up. <laughs> almost equal value when you add a second to him happens to be Matt Stafford. <laughs> uh, so, you know, real life into fantasy, would you trade Matt Stafford and a second 
for Jared Goff, or would you rather go the other way if you're thinking about next year? Um, obviously, for this year, Matt Stafford is not helpful. Um, and I'm still I I don't believe I don't believe those people that think he's going to retire. I I there's just so much money for him to walk away if he does that. So I don't think he's going to. But his value right now in the calculator, I think, reflects a little bit of that fear. So would you rather have Stafford in a second or Jared Goff going in the next year? I, like I agree. Stafford in the pick. I agree, by the way. I think they shelved him. I don't think he's retiring or anything. I don't think so either. And, and by the way, did you know that Baker Mayfield won that game on only two days being with the team? I've heard. <sighs> That's all they have been talked about. Um, yeah. I think I want a lesser player to give away on top of that second even though i get it i did try and send stafford in a second for kirk cousins like two weeks ago and it got rejected so i think that's a valid offer i thought it was cousins is just slightly above um i think i probably would give stafford and golf even if he's not retiring i mean at this point he's you know it's like a five or six year age difference um i think they both probably have two or three years but there's a chance that golf gets something beyond that two more years. So I'll, I'll give that on top. You know, I'll, I hate giving up a second on top of Stafford, but I'll let somebody else deal with the the value, the, what could be a value fluctuation uh, with Stafford over the next five or six months that I just don't want to deal with. I mean, honestly, I, yeah. I'll just, I just kind of want to take the nice, safe, going to put him in my super flex spot and move along. Like, that's fine. Jared Goff will be fine in the super flex spot for me for next year. And probably the year after um, Detroit doesn't, isn't, doesn't have plans to move on from they said. So, you know, if they're going to pay that much money to him <laughs> and not move on from him, he's going to be their starter for the next two years. And I, I love getting to have Amon Ross St. Browns and Jamison Williams quarterback. I mean, like that, that makes me much happier than going out and trying to get Kenny Pickett. <laughs> The joy on Jameson's face when he caught that touchdown was like infectious. Like I was smiling and like tearing up. So like, happy for him. So happy. First catch is a touchdown coming back from after. Okay. Um, so do you have a, a list? list I do have a list. And I, I do feel like we've talked about this list. Uh, but let's do it again. So it's Goff, Daniel Jones, Carr, and Gino. They're all just in a big clump right there in the calculator. All within just about a point and a half of each other. Age-wise, um, they're kind of spread out. <laughs> um, but I'm curious. I think they're st- I think career stage-wise, I think they're all kind of in the same career stage. Yeah, maybe so. Gino's not. So. Gino's not, maybe not, but you know, age-wise, there's a little difference, but I think career stage, I, I feel like they're similar as well. It was just four names, right? Goff, yep, four Daniel names. Jones, Derek Carr, Gino Smith. Goff, so this one's Jones, easy for me. Carr and Smith. Um, I'll go first. So I have Gino one. I think of the four players, the best chance that there's a starting quarterback out of these four is Gino next year. Um, I have Jared Goff at two. I have Derek Carr at three um, because there's a lot of question marks there and he's older. And I have Daniel Jones at four. I think Daniel Jones has the most question marks out of any of these players. Like, will he be a starter anywhere next year? Um, I feel a lot more confident in the other three. 
I think all three of these guys that, or all four of these guys that are starters next year. I think they are too. Like, and I like I think they are, but I if if we're going like with what is the best odds that one of these is a starting quarterback next year, I think Gino has the best odds out of all of them. I think to continue to be a, a starting I mean, golf seems like what you don't think I mean, did you, did you just not believe that Detroit is committing to him? Like Yeah, I don't you believe never anything. Believe those reports? Okay. <laughs> Uh, we'll see what happens in the NFL draft. If they're they're going to have a top eight pick, if you're going to tell me that they don't draft CJ Stroud or Bryce well, Young, they sure. will know before then because, uh, like, when do they have to make that cut? If they if they were to cut him, doesn't that usually happen before the draft or is that after? Nah, it's usually June. Oh, it's not till June. I thought there was like an early window of cuts too. Maybe I don't know. Uh, my list is very different. I put Daniel Jones first, and I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> really, because I was – I don't know. I've always kind of liked the idea of Daniel Jones as a fantasy football quarterback, not as a real-life quarterback necessarily, but he definitely played well enough this year, honestly, I think, to keep his job in New York. I think he gets a very team-friendly deal, which will probably put him there for two years, and that's more than enough for me right now. Um, he doesn't seem to fumble nearly as much. And he's doing well with half an offense at best. You know, hopefully they, Wandale gets healthy and they bring in a real wide, another wide receiver. And, and that offense can be for real again. I have Geno Smith too. And it's begrudgingly, like, I can't argue with how consistently well he's doing. So I put him there again, not thrilled about it, but yeah, I, I can't believe the Seahawks walk backwards into getting the what seems to be the third overall pick and are just going to keep Geno Smith as their starting quarterback. But, yeah, I have Jared Goff next and then Derek Carr last, mostly because Derek Carr's finds times to be really, 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 really bad. And it happens more often than Goff. Like, every, like Goff will have, like, one game a year – where he forgets what team he's on and keeps throwing to the wrong color jersey. Derek Carr seems to have a lot of games in single digits. So I, I put him last. And he'll be great in Indianapolis next year, though. Russ, I have the exact same list as you. Oh, that makes me feel so <laughs> The exact <unfair>. same list. <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones, number one. I, I think he's the starter for the Giants. And if he's not I, the I really, starter really for the do. Giants, he's the youngest on here. So he is, he's getting a chance somewhere. Uh, we could honestly see, like, Jones to the Raiders. If Carr goes to the go, goes to the Colts, uh, Gino I think is going to stay in Seattle, and I, I think Goff is staying in Detroit. Um, so I, I I do think they're all starters. I, there's the most likelihood is probably they're all the starter for the current team. Like as much as we want to see like things change, and because it's fun, it's exciting. A lot of stuff just doesn't in the NFL. It yeah. kind of stays the same. Uh, we never see like the massive amount of movement that we we all want just because it's fun. We have started seeing a little bit. You know, we saw some wide receivers move in the past couple of years, but um, the Raiders and the Giants, I think, can both probably look at the free agent market for quarterbacks where their draft pick is and just be like, well. I guess we'll just stick with this guy for a little bit longer. They might, you know, have to go the Kirk Cousins route of signing one-year deals or something like that. I'm sure the quarterbacks will want more, but, um, you know, there, there, there's not 
they're going to be default quarter default starter quarterback. So. let's yeah. put it that way uh just because there's not that many greater options out there for him what are, what's somebody going to go 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 to get go get carson Wentz, go get taylor heineke <laughs> like uh you know hey baker mayfield maybe a starter now next year somewhere just based off one game where you know like he played you on two days. two days two days two days two days uh so he probably earned himself a starting job next year no problem Maybe, maybe not, but at least a fighting chance at one. He's got a chance. He'll get, he'll get a contract somewhere. So yeah, for for me, same as you, Jones, Gino, golf, car. Right. So just before we move on to running backs, which I have on November 21st, we talked about Zach Wilson, who then got benched, but the three other players on that list were Derek Carr, Jared Goff and Daniel Jones. (laughs) How did we rank them then? I, I, I know. I'm pretty sure I've changed. You yeah, everyone has. I I came the closest. Actually, what's funny is Daniel Jones now on the bottom of Kane's list. Kane had him number one. Um, I had Jones, Carr, then Goff. Kane had Jones, Carr, then Goff. John had Carr, Goff, then Jones. And everybody had Zach Wilson last, just in case. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That basically just shows this has been a tier. Yeah, it is. And people are just moving within a tier. Yeah, it 100 percent is a tier. I would, the, I mean, that's a good way to look at all of them. I, I would not trade, I would not add a pick to any of these players to get to one of the other players. I wouldn't swap any. I would one happily for one. take like, that trade. I would too. Yeah, if you give me a, you give me a second or a third or, well, yeah, it's probably a, probably a third on top. I'd probably switch from one to the other, but even then, I'd probably be like, nah. Feels like a nice dart throw player. I liked. Yeah, maybe thirds, yeah. whatever. So running backs, I want to talk about league winners i want to talk about a guy that jarek mckinnon we haven't talked about him ever i don't think i talk about jarek mckinnon <laughs> at literal any chance i get trade for him in ta8 russ let's do it send him because the purple sloth is not in his way anymore it's it's his game he did not mad asiata okay but i want to talk about christian mccaffrey because at least with brock purdy there and i don't know when Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to be back. I believe it is sometime within the regular season. Or no, it's the divisional round. So we have Brock Purdy for the rest of the fantasy season. The past two games with Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey has scored over 20 points. And I am curious whether you would pay an early first right now for Christian McCaffrey. You have a playoff team. You have someone else's first. Whether you have an injury or you just want to add those points to your roster, do you send an early first to go get Christian McCaffrey? Because he, oh, let me just give it, he's 31.9 and an early first comes in at 30.5. You're saying I'm contending and I want to win. Do I pay someone else's early first? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Uh, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I would rather try to get Derrick Henry for a lesser first or something like that. But if, if I've, ex, if I've exhausted options and Christian McCaffrey is sitting there, not only do I want to add him to my roster, I also don't want to face him in the playoffs. Yeah. So like there, there's a benefit to that as well. It's not just an offensive move for me to add him. It's also a defensive move because I don't want to face him. Somebody should add him. I mean, like he should be on a playoff team. Um, all running backs that are scoring points should end up on playoff teams. That's how it should happen at the end of the season. And if he's, if, if you're not in the playoffs and you have Christian McCaffrey, you should be looking to move him for a pick. That'll get you, you know, 
Bryce or Stroud or, you know, Jameer Gibbs, like you should be looking to do that, you know? So yeah, I, I would give it, I would hate to do it because I would rather have that pick in, you know, three or four weeks. I'm going to regret it. Yep. But if it wins me the title or prevents, you know, prevents me from, if it helps me along the way, it's, it's, it's the right move. I think it sucks, but sometimes you got to pay up for that championship tax. The past two games before Kane gives his real answer. 28.6 28.6 points and 29.3 points in trade addict scoring. The next three games are the Seahawks, Commanders, and Raiders. Now, the Commanders are fourth in points allowed to running backs. So they're a hard matchup, which doesn't maybe even really translate against Christian McCaffrey. But Seahawks are 30 and Raiders are 28. Yeah, I mean, so, he can he can do it in multiple ways. He, he doesn't have exactly, to be so. running back against them. He can get five five little swing passes in. He it's actually a huge only day. had three targets last game, but he yeah. still went 14 for 119 in a touchdown and then two catches for 34 yards in a touchdown. And let's not forget, like that first, what was it? The first, the second game in San Francisco, he threw one. He, yeah. <laughs> so like Christian McCaffrey can easily, like is a weak winner at this point, it seems with Brock Purdy behind there. What do you think, Kane? I'm going to make a caveat because that's who I am. <laughs> as long as that be. early first isn't the 101. Fair. Yes, I will give that up. I, I, that's the caveat. Like, Bijan Robinson that. is the RB1 in Dynasty right now. I specifically yeah. left him off when I was listing the players. Yes, I don't think we didn't notice. Yes, <laughs> because I'm not like, I would, I would really hate it if somehow. But you should already know that. I mean, you should yeah, legitimately you should know. know. Right. If the pick is the 101 at this point, you know, which um, teams didn't make the playoffs. You should know. If you were listening to this and we haven't actually talked about it, which we probably will at some point before rookie draft season comes, Bijan Robinson will be a first, if not insanely early second round startup pick. Oh, he'll be a first round. There's no I, way around I am, it. I am playing it a little safe, but yes, he's going to be the running back one. He will most likely be a first round startup pick. So don't trade that one away on 101 away easily like get your king's ransom get your rookie year zeke or saquon prices like that's yep. that's what it needs that's, to be that's exactly what that price should be so that's not that does not equal christian McCaffrey. christian McCaffrey, no. <laughs> so. who might find his way into the end of a first of a super flex draft just because of the way he's scoring right now but that doesn't mean that value is the same Whew. all right the list is an interesting one it is saquon barkley austin eckler nick chubb Josh Jacobs and Christian McCaffrey. All right, I can go. Um, I'm I'm looking at this a little more than like just scoring points right now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playing dynasty, not just uh, picking our favorite running back that's going to score the most points over the next three weeks. Yeah, I try to keep it, you know, age around the yeah. same, but still, most likely next year we'll have production value, maybe the dynasty value changes a bit though yeah so i have cmc at one i say quan barkley at two just because of the age i have jacobs at three because i think he at least has the chance to continue playing on another contract i have eckler at four eckler and jacobs are scoring similar amount of points i think jacobs is just younger and should get another contract so i appreciate that i have chubb at five uh I, i like nick chubb and i would take him on a team that's competing but, this is a very high list. I mean, this isn't to say we just like any of these guys. Yeah, like Chubb is fine. Um, 
I think he might be difficult late, like, you know, in the playoffs if their team keeps struggling because running backs that only run the ball, that don't catch the ball, uh, do better when their teams are winning. And something that the uh, Browns are not doing is winning. Especially when you have to bring in Jacoby Brissett to do your Hail Mary. Yeah. Yeah. And you're fourth <laughs> and one. Yeah. What is, what is that? Like, they don't know. That's the problem. I, I, I mean, that's just, would you have tears in there? Kane, is it two, two, one for you for tears or? Yes. Yep. Uh, CMC and Barkley and then Eckler and Jacobs. Yep. Thanks for bringing that up. I have the exact same tiers. I happen to have the players reversed in each of the top two tiers. So I have uh, Saquon as the one CMC is the two. I will give the slight edge and age. <laughs> like that's because I think Saquon's got the hopefully longer future, um, sure. but it's not, I mean, it's not terribly different. If I'm going to, I would give up the same amount for either of the players. If I couldn't, if I have to give up an early first and I can't get CMC, I would be okay. I'd be, you know, real happy to get Saquon for the rest of this run, plus the future then. Um, I have Eckler three and Jacobs four. I like that little added uh, option for Eckler. I still feel like he's got that PPR upside that I just don't think Jacobs has. Um, so I, I will. When I'm playing a running back, I want not that Jacobs hasn't scored some uh, massive weeks, but uh, I still want that potential in the playoffs for a guy to just dominate a game both on the ground and through the air, adding in passes. So that comes up huge for me this time of year when I'm trying to win trophies. So Eckler, Chubb, or Eckler, Jacobs, and yeah, Chubb is Chubb is bottom of my list as well. Um, I I don't I want I don't know that I want to give up a late first for him at this point. Like that would. I'd rather spend it on other players. My list is Kane's list. <laughs> I, yep. I don't really have much. Why else do you hate Saquon? You just hate Saquon, huh? Okay. Um, I love Saquon. Except <laughs> nope. McCaffrey scoring so nope, many more Saquon. points just because <laughs> that offense is just hurt. And part of it is winning this year. And yeah. McCaffrey's really He's probably going to help you a lot more than Saquon though. I, yeah. Give me, give me Saquon all day. Otherwise. Yeah. Uh, would you, King, would you swap Saquon out for CMC one for one? If you're contending right now, Russ, cause I bet, I bet you, you have leagues where you can make that move. I know you have Saquon on a lot of rosters. I do. And I bet if it's a contending team, I bet you, you can make that move right Hold now. On. What is, I need to see now what Saquon's. Saquon is RB5, by the way, with 18.3 points per game. Uh, McCaffrey, hold on, let me actually sort it by average. Uh, yeah, they stayed the same. Barkley, 18.3. McCaffrey, 19.967. But the last, like, three games, Saquon is 19.15 and 5. McCaffrey, oh, it doesn't have this week. Um, 28, 8, and 18. And then we know McCaffrey scored about 30 points and Saquon scored about six or seven. Would you make that move? <sighs> it's only like a year difference in age. Barkley so, I mean, has like the commanders, the Vikings, then the Colts. So they both have the commanders and then two easy matchups. You're not answering this question. I don't, I know <laughs> I am. I'm purposely evading it. Haven't you noticed? <laughs> Honestly, no. I, I just I can't bring myself to do same position, same tier trades, even though it really does seem like it will help me this year, especially. And I think won't matter next year. 
And to get two straight years out of a 25 to 27 year old running back, I'd be thrilled. So since, since we're talking about, you know, this tier of running backs, which it's not the tippy top <laughs> and it's all age based because we're ages. Where do you guys have Jonathan Taylor? And do you have Jonathan Taylor above all these like easily, especially in this scenario where you're trying to go for a win right now? I would rather have dynasty wise. I would rather have Barkley and CMC over Jonathan Taylor. I think so too. And I especially want that down the stretch for the next three weeks. And the real answer is still Bijan. But <laughs> if we're talking about players in the league right now, and if, especially if we're talking about players that I'm going to go try and acquire, Jonathan Taylor really isn't on that list. He is right now RB 17 with 14 points per game. He's been doing very solid ever since missing that week. And he also had his bye this week, so that doesn't help. But 24, 16, 18, 13. And then, well, he has a pretty decent schedule. Vikings, Chargers, Giants. But mm, still, I, he does have a Vikings matchup. Their defense is terrible, I've been told. Really, 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 really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, game. Oh, uh, Huh. I'm wondering, would you... I don't think I could trade Jonathan Taylor for one of them straight up either, but... Hmm. I bet there would be people that would be very interested in that. I don't have any Jonathan Taylor trades, but if uh, shares, but if I could do like GT for Saquon and then the second, like oh. go trade for Saquon plus a little bit. Yeah. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would like to do that as well. I don't know that that would be an option. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Like it really, hmm. I was I just curious because we, Taylor as like, their RB1. he almost, he almost seems like Jonathan Taylor honestly feels like he gets kind of like lost and ignored, <laughs> even though he's possibly the dynasty running back one. Uh, he's just on such a boring NFL team. And yeah. I I don't hear a lot of talk about Jonathan Taylor moving one way or the other, or, you know, because he's just kind of there. And I, so I wasn't, I was curious. All right. Well, good to know. All right. So let's move on to wide receiver and Kane. Who are we talking about today? I'm sorry for this one, guys. Then I don't feel bad about saying how really, 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 really bad the Vikings defense is. <laughs> I love One of Russ's favorite players got I hurt in the first quarter the uh, with a hamstring injury, and uh, he's a wide receiver. So let's talk about the guy whose jersey is right behind you, Russ. Oh. Let's talk T. Higgins. I don't I even think was it so even the first league. quarter? Wasn't it pregame or something? Like <laughs> he played a few snaps. Did he play a few snaps? Okay. Yeah. It felt I, like obviously it did not. It felt like he was not even on the field. So. So this is kind of the range we're looking at for T. Higgins, right? Uh, I'm just going to say the trade that I think is closer. So T. Higgins or a mid-first and a mid-second. I would trade that for T. Higgins. Very. I easily. would give those picks for Higgins. Mid-first. So mid-first. Give so us like, a wide it, receiver it, name there. Is JSN like, there? We're talking uh, Jordan Addison. Smith and Jigbo or Addison or like all of the wide receivers are going to be oh, there. The man. top four picks that are probably going to be not in any order to running backs to quarterbacks, which means we're talking five, six, seven are probably huh. going to be wide receivers. That yeah. makes it way Ish. more challenging. Like give, give me when the player, I, when I, start I, know, about the player I like on an offense we know is going to throw the ball a lot. I'm fine staking that claim. And then, you know, the insane bias I'm putting on this. I wonder what the Bengals are going to do with their receivers. Um, like so at some point. Another, we're, we have another year before we have to worry about it. I know, but that's going like, I don't know how they're, I don't think they can manage to keep them both. 
Do you? Like just financially, that's that. I have that's zero idea what they're. I, it is going to be very hard to keep Burrow, to keep Higgins, Burrow and Chase, Higgins, and in Chase. In which case, like, Higgins will be the odd man out if that happens. That's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, the question so is, that's, do that makes do me nervous. Care? I mean, I I want him for the rest of this year and next year, like. But then if he ends up being the odd player out because they want to, they because they have to pay like. Burrow and Chase, like how do you not, how do you not pay that duo? Um, so it gives me a little concern, and you know I love T Higgins. Like I mean, I absolutely love T Higgins. It is really close, I, and I think when you put it, when you put the rookie's name to it, I think I'm going to take the picks because I think the extra second is kind of like that dart throw possibility that breaks the tie. I think the rookie wide receiver is going to be valued basically equally to T Higgins for me. So, oof, that's tough. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing that trade right now if I'm using T, T Higgins for, well, hopefully he's healthy for the next three weeks. Um, but, I, but three weeks from now, whoever offered me that trade, yeah, at that point, then I might reach back out to them and say, hey, are you still interested? Give me the picks. Oh, God. I want the picks. <laughs> Hey, I'm the, I don't know. I'm the one that doesn't appreciate you doing this. I, the rust was pretty easy. You just like, yeah, I'll take T Higgins, but kind of. But I, I think, it. I think honestly, we're we're in a spot right that a lot of players are actually valued in this mid first, mid second, yeah, kind of range. And so I have I have five players here. I think they're all relatively close in value, um, and all are 24 or 25 years or younger. Wow. Um, so we have T Higgins. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, DK oh, Metcalf, and Drake London. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, and Drake London. Worst. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Uh, this is pretty easy for me. Um, well, I, I can Olave first. Obviously. I mean, like, Olave is first by um, not a ton, but he's first easily for me honestly uh and then it's higgins garrett wilson drake london and dk metcalf i kind of I, I those are the only two where i'm, I'm kind of going back and forth in my head um i really love drake london of course i also really love kyle pitts and i really hate everything about atlanta uh oh we'll see what happens with desmond ritter like I'm say, we're about to see a little bit of a change at least i'm excited Actually, I think I'm going to put DK four, and I'm going to put London five. Uh, I, well, I will next let week. You know next week that, that might flip. Next year, once we know what's going on in Atlanta more, that probably flips again. But uh, yeah, I'll put DK Metcalf four and London five. I haven't figured out the top three yet, but my last two are Metcalf four, London five, like That's without even really thinking about it, because. I was going through into this season and through the beginning of the season thinking that this is just placeholder year for DK. And it seemed like he was doing really well with Gino. So assuming he would get an upgrade from Gino, it would be even better. <laughs> an upgrade Gino to Gino from, well, from Gino to Gino 2.0. Yep. They kept getting better, in which case the more they play, the better they'll get together. So I'm very okay with DK situation right now. <sighs> I think I keep the top three. You know what? I have the same list as John. Um, <laughs> I, I'm very unoriginal this year, this week. I mean, Olave is the first because he 
I know I think last week I put Wilson over Olave, but and Wilson is really, 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 really good. These are they're all good. I mean, this He's is on the Jets. Three. These are yeah. I need to know what's happening at that quarterback position. Like, I don't know. It's so that's the only reason he falls to that bottom. Alave is going to be first because he's the dude on their team. Hopefully they get a quarterback upgrade somehow. I don't really know how, but somehow. And I'm going to put Higgins over Wilson because it's Higgins and Bengals. Uh, So for me, I have the top two in a tier. And for me, that's Alave and DK Metcalf. Wow. I love it. Uh, DK Metcalf is just scoring a ton of points. The, like DK Metcalf is answering the question, like, what if T Higgins was the one on his team? <laughs> you know, he like the one on his team. They just happen to have two ones. On <sighs> uh, but T Higgins doesn't get targeted or catch enough passes like the one. Um, so I have DK Metcalf at two. I have Garrett Wilson at three because of age and he's scoring points and he's very, very talented. I have Higgins at four. Um, so I have a tier of two with Olave and DK and then a tier of Garrett Wilson and T Higgins. Like I'd rather have Garrett Wilson just because of age and current points. Um, and then Drake London is two, three years is at low twenties. Is that big of a deal or is it just Uh, the, the idea of age and it's young, but I think it's the perception of a rookie wide receiver scoring a bunch of points. Okay. That's fair. Over, over, um, a year three guy being injured, having bad weeks potentially being the one with chase out, not scoring like it. That was rough, but he uh, has that offense played bad, like that entire stretch. And then chase came back and taken started scoring more points. Uh, but real, just because I was very curious about it, Higgins and Metcalf right now are 0.6. No, sorry. 0.2 points apart from each other per game. Yeah. And one has Geno Smith as their quarterback. Um, so I'm going to take the more talented one in DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is still only 24. That's I know. just, I mean, he's the new. That, it yeah. feels like he's been around for so long already. It's the same he's, thing. He's, he's the next Juju or Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper will forever be 24 to me because it's just like, oh yeah, DJ Moore, same thing. Like yeah. they all are just were so young when they came in, and we talked about them so much that it feels like they've been around forever. But we talk about them being young the entire time. I think yeah. like when, when you takeaway, said DK Metcalf, that was surprising to me that he's under 25. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest takeaway for me is like, I should probably go and buy some more T- DK Metcalf. Like I, yeah. he's at the price for me that like I would, because I would easily go up mid first and a mid second for DK Metcalf. I wonder if he's cheaper than that. I wonder if he even had to put, I was going to do my, oh, yeah. kind of trade talks. Might not have to, but that's what Christian, I give. Yeah. I was going to do my ad house trade talks about Christian McCaffrey either today or tomorrow. I might change it to DK Metcalf now. He is intri- It's an intriguing. He does feel like he's, we should look up some trades too. I, mean, I bet you he, I bet you he's, he feels like he's cheaper than those guys than, than the rest of the list, just because people everybody else probably just that, as biased as we are. And like, Oh, it feels like he's been around forever. So he's old. And that's <laughs> like, it's stuck in their head that this is a down year and you know, we're not going to worry about it, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's, what are our thoughts on Drake London? Where, like, where, where would you slot him in this year in this year's rookie class, Kane? Since you're probably much further ahead in your rookie prep than Russ or I, where would he slot in? I am as far as Kane and Zach <laughs> Reed are, and as Four. much as they tell me. Say that again. Four, like the wide receiver four. Yeah, three, four, somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean that's not bad. 
So, I mean, back, but that'll be like back end of the first. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and like the problem is, I don't think you can just give up a late first to get Drake London. No, you have to give up I, more for that for sure. Yeah. So, I guess Drake London, a potential sell for me. If, if I can basically re-roll the dice and get a who I believe is a better wide receiver in like JSN or Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnston out of TCU. Um, I would rather do that than have Drake London. God, the wide receiver position is just so stacked. And it's going to get worse. I mean, and yeah, there's more coming in. Like you it's a lot of so second, good. You're going you're gonna to see a lot of running backs and wide receivers in the second round of this uh, rookie draft that I think are going to be very viable players. Second round of NFL or rookie drafts? Rookie drafts. Okay. Love it. I mean, just scrolling through the name, like the rankings for wide receivers on DTC, there's so many and they're so young. <laughs> they're all like they all have so many years left in the NFL. Yep. And there's just so many. Wide receiver is just it's a fun position. There's, there's you should play a lot of flexes, people. So you can just play all these wide receivers because there's so many of them that yep. are so good. There you go. Okay. So much fun. Anything before we go? Uh, don't have a trade deadline. Don't have a trade deadline. Agreed. Don't have don't have a playoff where the winner of a playoff gets a pick. But that's a whole different argument. I don't hate it. I don't like it being a first round pick. I don't mind it if you want to make it like the, the two, like the make it yeah, make it like the two thirteen or whatever. I don't that I don't really care so much about, and it's a little bit of fun. Um, I think in mine uh, the ones that were I run something or I don't even know if we do it anymore. It was always like 10 extra bankroll bucks for the auction or something like that. So that's it was nothing better massive. than an actual draft pick. I yeah, like giving there. away the 113. Just, that's all it has. I have been doing the, that. That has been the prize for the trade addicts leagues. And the thing is, I did that because other people suggested it. I had never run a league where that was a thing before. And of course, when I started the TA leagues, no, I didn't know what I was doing. Those were some of the first dynasty leagues i ran and i had to ask a lot of opinions especially people that i was able to beg to go into ta1 and that was their suggestion and honestly it hasn't swayed anything at all i know it sounds like a lot but it like anyone going for the 113 and getting it hasn't swung them magically into a competing team like, it run... hasn't done that much and i know it's really funny from the very beginning when kane got into ta8 he told me from the very beginning he hated the idea, and if he ever got it and won it, he will not trade it away, and he will not make the pick. The pick will be zero. And I hope he gets it at some point and has to actually, actually has to stand by those oh, words. Kane absolutely, and, and there's will. like a I do really good player. I want to see a question really good for player a second that Kane would put his principles first. Oh, I know 100%. he would, and I want it to be painful for him. <laughs> I want it to, wouldn't I want be painful. Be it wouldn't be painful because he believes player. it. Yeah. It's not painful uh, at all. It's what I believe. But yeah, uh, that's really it. all I got. More, Moreover, just never have a trade deadline. Like, that's, if that's you true. want leagues to be fun, trading makes more fun. And guess what? If you have players that are scoring points, and as people progress in the playoffs, they will pay more for those players. So if you're like, oh, no one would buy my aging running back uh, for the value I wanted, well, they might when they're in the semifinals or in the finals for a championship, and all of a sudden their favorite running back got hurt. It's funny. Everyone always, everyone's biggest fear is people selling out their future for players that will score now. But no one thinks of the other side. Those yeah. bad teams are getting a lot of good stuff coming to them. That's the and exact reason to not have it. Exactly. Yeah. It's helping the bad teams get better. And people aren't dumb. These people that made the playoffs aren't going to destroy their team. There are, 
And, and if they do destroy their team and leave the next year, good. Let them go. You don't want that in your league. And that's not going to affect the league next year. You will find someone to take that spot. If you can't, DM or at, I'm sure, any of us on the screen. I'll tell you our handles in a minute. And we will be able to find you someone. We will retweet. We will put it in group chats. We will find someone on Twitter to take your team, no matter how bad you think it is. People will take it. That's why you yeah, have dispersals, because then there's no bad teams being taken well, there's over. There's only it's one, just, one team, and there's nothing you can't really do with dispersal. But still, like I, in the day of Twitter, it is not hard to find a replacement for your leagues. Correct. Yeah. Only, only other thing I'd add, uh, just know as we're kind of getting to the offseason, um, it's okay to leave a league. If you're not yes. having fun in a league, it's okay. Because yes. guess what? If you're not having fun in a league, I guarantee you, you're not sending offers. You're like other people are not enjoying you being there if you're not having fun. And the commission will not be upset about it, especially nope. if you tell them now. Tell them now you're not coming back next year. They will love you for it. I already have my post out. Yeah, he already put his post out. Like he knows coming so back. I, I wait till like, after, after the season ends. But yeah, John's already done it. I, I had some time. Like yeah. usually, I would have been setting up playoffs this past yeah. week. I wasn't, so I was like, well, I guess I'll do the next step that in the uh, progression. So. All right, so let's let's save some good topics for next time when I ask you if we have anything else to talk about. But on that note, Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. This was a fun one. We are closing down the trading floor of Dynasty Wall Street. I said this out of order, but still ring the bell. We're at it.